As I was preparing for this interview, I realized that in some ways we think a lot about breasts. From the time when we start noticing them and start to be self-conscious, we look to see if they're big enough or too big. We shop for the right bra. We consider how much cleavage we're going to show. For some people, it's the start of coming to decisions about gender. For the most part, they're seen as a sign of maturity and sexuality. During certain times of the month, they may ache or be lumpy. Then we get older and think about being able to breastfeed, and it's relearning about them in a whole different way. And of course, we're always on the lookout for that lump or bump that might mean cancer. Medical school taught me what to look for when things go awry, but we really didn't talk about breast health. So for all that we go through with breasts, we kind of coexist with them and usually don't think too much about them. That is, until we find ourselves up close and personal with a breast issue. And then do we have enough information to take care of them and ourselves? That's the situation our guest Lisa Lundy and her sister faced, and they developed a company based on taking care of boobs, those complex creatures we live with every day, and not only taking care and stock of them, but also talking about them. Hi, welcome to Beyond the Paper Gown. I'm Dr. Mitzi Crockover, and today we have an interview with Lisa Lundy, who is CEO and co-founder of Complex Creatures. So I'm so excited to talk with you. As I told you, Lisa, I love your website and its creativity. So let's just jump into it. Tell us a little bit about what your company does and what's your focus. Sure. Um, Well, thank you. And thanks for having me. Um, Complex creatures, we are really the first of our first of its kind that we are aware of, uh, focused solely on breast wellness um, and really helping support um, all the needs of breasts um, from puberty to menopause. Really thinking about the breast in a holistic way. Um, and really, it feels like the missing piece of women's personal care when you look at the full market and category. And it's really, we think, very neglected. Um, How did you get into this business? Yeah. <laughs> so um, the short answer is that my sister and co-founder, Tara, had breast cancer in late 2016. And we had no family history. She was 37. Mm. Um very young. All, very young, took us all very much by surprise. Um, but prior to that, personally, I was sort of always kind of obsessed with, with boobs for, <laughs> okay. just to put, put it bluntly, um, you know, from a puberty of, you know, when will I get them? What will they look like? How big will they be and um, or not be? And, and my mom um, was very small chested and I think and wasn't happy about that, and I had a sense of that. It wasn't really something we talked about a lot, but there was an awareness. And I grew up in the '80s, and so it was Cindy Crawford and you know right. supermodels and um, and silicon and, then, and or silicone, sil- I should say. And to- right, know, and so and just a lot of you know, so much has changed in that space. Um, but the programming and the wiring of that this is important, that this makes you know is of value, and so. Um, and then, and I was also small chested and, 
Um, then I breastfed twin boys. And then I decided I'm going to finally get a breast. You know, I got my breast done. I got a breast augmentation. And a year or two later, my sister gets breast cancer. Mm. And so through, you know, going through that journey alongside her and realizing how much we didn't know for, for, I had put so much attention on this part of my body um, and then realized, wow, I'm just really focused on this one piece of it. And there's so much more. And how much do we not realize and not know? And that set us on this uh, interesting path of, of preventative, proactive care, um, thinking about, you know, understanding the, the breast as an organ um, and and so it just put us on a different on a different path. And then, you know, how we're not getting the kind of support and we couldn't find the kinds of products we wanted either, right? So we started to make them ourselves. <laughs> First of all, how is your sister doing? She's great, thanks. She just celebrated her five years cancer free. Ah, congratulations which, to her. Thank you. Yeah, it was a big milestone. It all kind of like, you know, you realize afterwards afterwards that how much, um, you know, kind of anxiety there is, um, leading up to that. Of course. And, you know, we don't talk a lot about breast and even, you know, uh, other than its function, as you said, for lactation or when it gets into trouble with respect to lumps and bumps and cancer. And so uh, talk a little bit about what your, perspective is in terms of how you see the breast? So I think it's so interesting um, and and not surprising. I like opening these conversations to kind of raise awareness around where the missing pieces are and, and that also that there's not a breast doctor, right? It's kind of lumped in with gynecology, and then there's a breast doctor if you need a surgeon. I actually asked a, um, a gynecologist recently, I said, how much time in, in medical school do you talk about the breast? And she sort of like stopped in her tracks and she she really, she was like, I don't think that much at all. I don't, you know, That's I exactly remember. right. Like, you know, I had such a um, gift in that when I was at UCLA and we started the Women's Health Center, my colleague Susan Love, Dr. Susan Love, was running the breast mm-hmm. center, and she said, I want you to come and teach at the center and, and vice versa. And I got a crash course in something that I really hadn't been taught in any detail. Mm-hmm. So I resonate with what you're saying. So I think the way we're thinking about it, it just, you know, in terms of a little bit statistically, the, there are 99 million women every year in the U.S. alone who have at least one breast-related issue, be that difficulty breastfeeding, um, cancer, a biopsy, uh, high-risk, um, breast injury, sports is another area we don't think yes. about. It's a very popular emergency room um, situation, um, and on and on, right? So there's this huge, huge... Population. Yeah, plus the, the lumps and bumps or the lumps and tenderness bumps. Oh. during cycles. And yeah, that's absolutely. right. So, thinking about it really, I think from this, you know, breast health is so many things. And then knowing your, just knowing your breast, feeling familiar, how did they feel? Everybody knows, or most people know, feel it on the first campaign. 
you know that the first of the month might not be the time of the month you should really administer a self-exam, right? Um, because of your cycle and where sure. you are. Um, well, so, let's just talk about that just yeah, to yeah, make sure. sure everybody's clear about that. And what you're talking about is it's great because it reminds you on the calendar, but if you're mid-cycle, your um, breasts are must, more likely to be more lumpy and bumpy than they are right after your period, yes. for example. Um, you know, beginning perimenopause, my cycle, it's like the wild west. You have no idea what it's coming. <laughs> you know, 16 days, 57 yeah. days, you know, who knows? Right. And some of those months, depending on what's happening, could be kind of in a peri, you know, a PMS state for several weeks. And I never really suffered with sore breasts, but was really experiencing that. And so started looking into breast massage and different herbs and things to help find some relief because it really felt you know, it's just uncomfortable. So tell us a little bit about your products. You talked about mm -hmm. the breast oil. What is mm -hmm. that and who is that for? Um, the breast oil is really the kind of foundational, essential breast care product, right? And the idea is that it can work into any self-care routine. Um, we don't really recommend it if you're actively cancering is how our medical advisor, <laughs> Nasha Winters, refers to someone, you know, in treatment. Um, you're probably, we don't recommend it only because it hasn't been tested. There's not anything harmful in it. Um, but sure. there are essential oils and things like that. And a lot of oncologists will just say, we don't know the interaction, so stay away. So we don't recommend it for that. Um, I appreciate that caution. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, so it's really, I use it pretty much every day after I get out of the shower or the bath. Um, sometimes it's really quick, like a quick, you know, just how you would do maybe your body lotion and you just kind of get, you know, let the lymph flowing a little bit and, and massage. Um, and then when I have more time or, you know, if I'm experiencing hormone, you know, imbalance and feeling that cyclical soreness, spending a little more time doing a more extensive, uh, lymphatic massage, working on the neck and the armpits and really getting the lymph flowing. Um, and then of course, um, you know, being familiar with, uh, you know, self-check and, and all of that. So, and it's really meant for anybody. We have, it's also, we have, uh, customers who are really enjoying it to use it with their partner. Um, and feeling it's more, a, you know, an additive to their, uh, sexual wellness, um, routine and care, um, so it's really, it's for anybody. And then post, um, if you have had breast cancer, um, post-surgery, um, it's been really great. We just had a practitioner reach out that some of her patients um, have brought it to her. They're using it um, for massage to really help that, you know, the area, especially after reconstruction, it's so tight. There's so much scarring um, and really keeping the skin um, moisturized and the scars from, you know, adhering. And you also have a second product, the balm. Talk yeah. a little bit about that. So the balm is, is the backstory to the balm is that when Tara was going through treatment, um, she had um, she was triple positive. So the, her course of treatment was uh, she started with very intensive chemo, Red Devil, the the really gnarly stuff um, mm. for months, and then. They shrunk the tumor, and then she had a, um, a lumpectomy, and then she did radiation. So during that journey, she was reading a lot and learning a lot and thinking about ingredients and clean beauty and clean food, all this stuff. And so when she got the prescription for radiation, they gave her a prescription, and she gets this 
I don't know, some kind of cream. And it has all kinds of ingredients. You know, there's aluminum in it and all kinds of things. She's like, what, what is in here? What is this? Mm-hmm. And so she just, she didn't feel great about using that. And so she was looking for something and she had a hard time finding it. And then she found a woman, a local woman who was a breast cancer survivor and, um, and a, a body worker. And she had made her own formula. My sister used it and her skin, you can't even really see that she had radiation. You know, Tara wanted to buy it for other women who she, you know, would meet who were having breast cancer. And so once we had this idea to have this company, she thought we have to make a bomb. Um, so there's some of the ingredients in there are similar, but then our chemist really helped um, kind of kick it up a notch. And there's amazing scar healing ingredients and properties in this bomb. So it is really, if you are going through breast cancer treatment, like radiation or surgery, it is really an essential. Um, it's become a very popular gift. Can you use it for any other parts of your body? I'm just curious. Yes, it has become, (laughs) I have the jar, I have it like all over the place. I I have one in my car. People are using it for lip balm, for other scars. I've been using it again, even on my um, C-section scar, which is eight years old at this point. And it's really softening more. And so even those old adhesions, just with the massage and um, some of the, you know, targeted ingredients, it's, it's loosening up a bit. Terrific. That's good to know. Oh, and breastfeeding. Sorry. People are using it uh, for nipple, their sore crack nipples um, during breastfeeding. I was going to ask that. Um, I can imagine that that would be very soothing, especially when you Mm -hmm. said the calendula um, lotion. Um, Well, terrific. And, you know, skin is different on each woman. We did a lot of testing um, with friends and family and friends of friends. And, um, you know, as we were, you know, before we went to market, um, spent a lot of time, you know, connecting with women within the breast cancer community. They've shared, um, you know, great results and, you know, through radiation and surgery. You know, and there are other men are using it. Um, if they're going through thyroid radiation, um, top surgery, Hmm. Um, so different, different things. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's a, are you talking about top surgery? You're talking about for transitioning? Yes. A musician got, you know, transition and has breasts and was so excited to buy bras and buy our oil and really kind of, you know, care for this new, new part of her body that, that felt so important to her identity. And it's so much, it's so much more that it's really not skin deep, right? We, you know, so much about breasts as how they look, size, shape, all that. And it, there, there's so much more. Um, and yeah, they're complex, hence the name. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where that came from. Okay. Uh, the name of your company is based on that. That's yeah, just the, the complexity of the organ itself, the nature of our, of our relationship to them, to others. You know, I have interviewed and talked with a number of folks in the space with respect to advertising women's health products, Mm -hmm. and especially those that may have to do with sexual health or may be seen as sexual health products, Um, and uh, challenges, for example, in advertising and social media or even on billboards. Have you experienced any of that? Yes. Tell us about it. Um, 
you have the whole process over on Instagram and Facebook and finally had a little money to do a little marketing and our products were linked. You could shop through there and, and we were very excited. And it was a Saturday morning. I remember and I thought, oh, I put up our first ad. It was not of a woman. It used only the word breast. It was the actual product. Um, and then I don't even think it was the oil. It was the balm, which has no for it's just the high vibe healing balm. Um, for breasts, which is the anatomical name of the organ, the body part, right? There's not, I wasn't saying like boobs or any other kind of slang and it got flagged and taken down. So that goes on a lot. Um, yeah, it's very challenging. We find some workarounds. Um, I mean, it's so silly. Sometimes you have to spell breast with a three instead of an E, you know, just so the algorithm doesn't pick it up. And then you've you got people. De- me. No, I mean, so stupid. Um, and so, yeah, it's um, it's tricky. And then we'll go through a phase where it's okay. And then other times that we'll get flagged. And, and you know, I write a com, you know, I put it through a review. And sometimes it, you can never talk to a person at Instagram. So it's just really, maybe they, you know, and then it will come back. Meta came out with new guidelines or or they said that they would relax the ones that they had. Mm -hmm. Have you seen any improvement? Not yet. No, Mm. no, because I I recently just got flagged. If anyone wants to uh, find your products, where would they find them? So they are on our website, um, which is wearecomplexcreatures.com. You can also find us on Instagram at complex two underscores (laughs) creatures. Um, And yeah. And you can also, we're sold on um, Eric's lingerie brands. We're sold. We have some other affiliates. We're also on Haven Well Within. And then we have a um, variety of small retailers. Um, but you can just, you know, DM us, email us, um, chat us, um, tell us if you're listening and there's, you have a breast issue, like we want to know about it. We really want to become the solution for, you know, um, for all these many different things that, that we experience with our breasts. Well, I, this was a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much for coming on. So great to be here. Terrific. It was great to have you, Lisa Lundy, CEO of Complex Creatures. Our podcast is produced by Patrick Shambayati and me, and our associate producer is Kyla McMillian. Until next time, be well.